What's up everybody at Renaissance Church? So excited that today is day two of our Holy Week devotional series. And I am Jameson Green. I'm very excited to sit with you and just go over some scriptures that relate to what this week means, how it affects us, what it does to our spirit. So before we get started, I want you to, whether you're sitting down, laying down, listening to this, standing up, listening to this, just take a deep breath. Take a moment to calm yourself down. Take a moment to pray and just center yourself on Jesus and what Holy Week means to you, me, and the church body as a whole. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you that this week is a time to take a break. A break to look at the sacrifice that Jesus paid for us on the cross. And the things that Jesus walked through the week leading up to him being pinned to the cross on the hill. We pray that as each day of this week goes on, that we find a deeper revelation of your love for us through that sacrifice as well, Father. We thank you that you are Emmanuel. You are, you are God with us, Lord. We pray that as we read your word, that you'll continue to become more real to us, that you'll become more real to our hearts, our minds, and our spirits, and that we'll be changed, Lord, from the inside out by your word. We love you, and in Jesus' name we pray, amen. So today's reading comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 21, verses 12 to 17. This is actually one of my favorite. Like, if you took this out of context, Jesus moments, you would think that Jesus was tripping, but there is an entire reason to why Jesus was doing this. So Jesus went into the temple and throughout all of those buying and selling, he overturned the tables of money changers and the chair of those selling doves. He said to them, it is written in my house, will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it into a den of thieves. The blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them. When the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonders that he did and the children shouting in the temple, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant and said to him, do you hear what these children are saying? Jesus replied, yes, have you never read? You have prepared praise from the mouth of infants and nursing babies. Then he left them, went out of the city to Bethany and spent the night there. So this passage is one of the most attention grabbing accounts from the gospels. Jesus came to the temple, grabbed everybody, threw everyone out who was buying and selling animals for sacrifice. So this is an example like, People thought Jesus was gonna be this soft, kind, sweet Jesus that la 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 la, you know, but Jesus was serious about God's house. He was serious about the temple. He was serious about the things of God being done in the house. And these people had turned into, you know, think of a flea market, like let's sell our goods in here. Let's try to tax the poor, let's try to do this. But he came in there, he said he wasn't gonna do it. So Jesus was righteously angry about people overcharging and profiting from what was supposed to be holy. The temple was supposed to be a specific place, place for prayer and a true worship of God. 
Instead, it became a den of thieves, preying upon the poor who had journeyed from Jerusalem for Passover. Now, in my own life, I know in my heart I was created to worship God. But there's also distractions and clutter and things that get in the way. Just as the people in the temple, there were distractions of selling goods, there were distractions of taxing the poor, there was distractions in this temple. And same thing in my life, there's distractions of, I need to make more money. There's distractions of, I need, I need these new shoes that come out ne next week. There's distractions of, I need to be at this event, I need to be that event. Not saying those things are wrong, but when we don't seek first the kingdom, we don't put our time with God first, those things can become distractions that keep us from really feeling the Holy Spirit and being able to be in depth and in tune and at one with the Holy Spirit. So that's really what Jesus is trying to say. Just like the temple and just like the people in the temple who may have been ignorant or did not know, we all have a chance to come into knowing, confessing that we have a greater need for Jesus in our lives. So when we read these scriptures, we can look at the fact that Jesus's anger was righteous. It was a righteous anger for us to be closer to God, not an anger in the sense of us being fearful, but an anger out of love and reverence for the one who risked it all for our lives. And that's what this passage means to me personally. So I want to end today with a short poem as a prayer. This poem is called, Be Free for God. I did not write this, but it was one that we found that really touched me and really applies to the scripture. I have a need of such clearance. As the Savior affected in the Temple of Jerusalem, a riddance of clutter of what is secondary that blocks the way to the all-important central emptiness which is filled with the presence of God alone. Amen. I think that's just a really good reminder to allow our emptiness of this of this week, of this holy week, of what Jesus did, of Jesus emptying out the tomb, and allow that to enrapture our hearts in the love of Christ. We thank everybody, and make sure you tune in for day three tomorrow of our Holy Week devotional series. Thank you.